0: Hello, today we are back with another exciting episode of Bevelations, Cocktails and Conversations with Philly's Most Fabulous. It is Bev. Welcome. This is going to be our very first live via satellite podcast. Yes, we are now officially abiding by all of the rules of the government uh, quarantine. We're now all uh, sheltering in place, so we are... Um, recording this via a uh, new website that I was able to find. That hopefully, fingers crossed, will you'll be able to hear everyone. We have a special episode today, catching up with my good gal, pal Ms. Iris Spector. She's been one of the hardest working queens in Philadelphia and also one of my best friends, so it was great to talk to her again after being separated for so long and all this bullshit and catch up to see what she's doing. Talk about uh, the future. Talk about some of our favorite and not so favorite drag moments uh, with her and Jeremiah as well. So sit back, relax and enjoy this episode of Bevelations if you want to throw a couple dollars our way. My Venmo is It's Bev Bitch I-T-S-B-E-V-B-I-T-C-H All other Venmo information for the other gals is at the end of the podcast. Bye! Oh, hi. Hello. Can y'all hear me? Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. Look at us. We're being high tech and fancy. Yes, we are, honey. We're, we're being socially responsible and actually doing what the government is asking us to do. Yay.
1: Yay. I mean, that is it. is, we're being very socially responsible.
0: I'm being think. socially responsible. Hopefully, this all turns out. Welcome to another exciting episode of Bevelations. As always, I'm joined by my partner in crime, Jeremiah. Oh, hello, you. Oh, you are loud. You are very
2: loud. Very loud.
0: That was <laughs> I feel very like I'm loud. very quiet. And our special guest, a friend of the pod, makes a noise for Iris Spector! Hey
1: kiddies. Hi, hi, Yay. Hi, hi. All the way yeah, from
0: all the way from Fishtown. How are you? Yeah, all
1: the way from North Philly. Uh, oh, or, okay. um Um Oh God, what does it say when I type in? Oh old Kensington apparently is where old, I am. Oh, or, is that where you are? L- Ludlow, I believe it is. I don't just know. Just like it, I'm in a million in, things.
0: Just like I'm in midtown village. I'm not in the neighborhood. I'm in midtown
1: village. I'm in Midtown Village, I'm in Queen Village, not the <laughs> Fabric District, thank you, um, that there's also, whenever anybody says, like, oh, where do you live, like, where are you living nowadays, I'm like, um, there, like, I don't know, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's uh, in between Gerard and Cecil B, that's all I know, like, I don't know what to call it, but I so how not nice. know.
0: How are you doing? I've seen Jeremiah a few times, but I haven't seen him in a minute, Iris, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've been staying inside for the most part. Um, only thing we've really been going out to do is maybe do pickups for food, uh, going to Frankie's place to get stuff for him. Uh, and I just today was able to get um, medical grade cloth and elastic to make some face masks for some local hospitals. I was
0: wondering if, like, how, because yeah. I, I saw Anita post something too. I wondered how people were like able to get that? Cause aren't the fabric stores like all closed?
1: So majority of the fabric stores are actually considered essentials. So oh, they I see. aren't closed. Um, what they're doing is they're making you either order online or they are allowing you to do pickups. So I had to like call in and make sure everything was cleared beforehand. And I ordered with them and then basically went and got what I needed and then went straight home because I mean, this is, it, you know, it's crucial right now that, hospitals are able to get these face masks you know and they have the medical grade stuff so why not use the right stuff to give to a hospital right
2: right how long does it take you to make a a map
1: so i haven't made any yet i just got this so i actually anita has made uh, a couple we're taking time
0: away from your first aid purposes to do this podcast
1: actually i have my uh my airpods in so i can begin cutting while i'm talking to all of you
0: oh look at you multitasking
1: yeah multitasking guru. girl it's you know it's quarantine
0: quarantine so now that i know that the fabric stores are open i'll be sure to ship over uh eight yards of stretch sequence for you and we can start working <laughs> on my my drag wars finale <laughs> yeah sure let's,
1: let's go for it Actually, because
0: priorities. Priorities. I'm on the, priorities on the
1: podcast. yeah let's get it all out of the way now
0: perfect so yeah. jeremiah how are you how's your day
2: i'm good i did have to break the grocery store for some essentials but i think i'm pretty much locked in for the next like couple weeks so i will be slowly going insane inside of the 700 square foot apartment
0: yeah how were the grocery stores
2: um it was not bad because it's raining today and there were maybe 10 people um And like supplies and stuff aren't too bad. So like a lot of people who are really worried about going out and getting supplies, I would say, don't be worried. They're, they're there. They're stocking shelves. There's still produce. Like I was able to get like 10 pounds of potatoes today. It was very easy to do that. And, um, not really a problem.
0: Well, that's good.
1: Number one on my list, potatoes.
0: (laughs) What are you doing? You're all echoey now. Me? Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. I'll get closer to the, computer again sorry about that Yeah,
0: that's okay so iris it's been it's probably been like probably a year and a half two years since i've had you on since your last episode of the podcast yeah it's um, been a what minute. have you been up to let's ca- let's catch uh, up well i have like, been... I, like my favorite condiment let's catch up <laughs> oh, <Jesus
1: Christ. laughs> mustard uh so <laughs> what's been happening is what i'm doing oh god oh god the I'm really relishing this moment. Oh, fuck you. I was going to say that. I'm going oh.
0: like, I can't wait to relish <laughs> what you're telling me. Yes. Now you um, may
1: nay start. Oh, that you, workshop, that workshop, <laughs> they're all, that they're, they're, not, <laughs> they're not all good. They're not all good. Yeah. These are the jokes, kids. All right. So um, basically what I've been doing is I've been sewing, making stuff, been doing uh, Monday through Saturday kind of gigs. Honey, we're doing uh, shows at Industry on Mondays, doing turnout Tuesdays over at Now Jocks PHL. Oh, we'll get there. Don't worry. Oh, uh, we're <laughs> and uh, Wednesday karaoke's Thursday probably sitting and sewing for Bev or Vangel in my in my studio here at home, uh, and then Fridays and Saturdays just kind of bouncing wherever wherever I'm needed or requested. So yeah, it's been it's been a busy it's been a busy couple of years here.
0: And you you did your own one
1: one lady show. Yes, I did. I did my own one woman show called Shades of Brocade. It was a lot of fun. I did it about three times. Uh, I did a like a test run up in uh, Wilkes Barre, <laughs> and then I brought it to <laughs> Philly. And ah, no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> and um, then did it a well, couple. We'll times edit that
0: before. out in <laughs> post. No, we won't.
1: Oh. But... No, we won't. Please don't. I, I love. I, I really do relish that. Anyway, um, I'm on a roll here. Uh, we'll put some mustard on it. Yeah, I will. I will. I promise. <laughs> Jeremiah is probably just like <laughs> he's, he's so got his over wine. it already. He's okay. got his wine. He's fine. Uh, okay. I'm good. I'm. I can only picture what Judy's doing right now, sitting in with a with a nice uh, a white Zin Sutter Home.
0: She's moved on. She's actually not a white zen kind of gal anymore. She's a, no? a, a Moscato or a Riesling kind of gal. Ah, uh, okay. Same I shit. do love a nice Same Moscato.
2: Shit. Didn't she dabble in Fuzzy Navels for a while?
0: Fuzzy Navels are what she'll order if she's at, like, a bar and she knows they don't have wine, so she'll get a Fuzzy Navel, or she'll get um, uh, if she really wants to be fancy, she'll have a Moscow Mule.
2: She's oh, still, okay, when cool. She orders them too. She's like, I ordered a Moscow mule.
0: Yes, she thinks she's very I cosmopolitan.
2: I love your mother shout <laughs> so out to,
0: so very much. Shout out to Judy. Yes, <clears> listening Judy at home, disapproving of this as she listens to it. <laughs> so tell us about so anyway, shades. Of, tell us about Shades of Brocade.
1: Shades of Brocade was uh, an adventure I took about a year, almost year and a year and some change. Uh I found this fabric over at Fleischman's, where I just got all of my supplies. And it was this two-way kind of brocade. I made a suit out of it and I was like, wow, that's there's like so many different color versions of this. And I decided to just make three pieces for Philly Drag Wars Awards, sorry, uh two years ago, uh the year that Jaffy won. Mm-hmm. And I decided since Vincel and I were hosting, I was like, why don't I make three outfits out of the same fabric and wear them for the night? So I made a gown version, I made a suit version, and I made like this cute little like party dress kind of version. And I actually ended up making numbers for each of those outfits and using them at uh, shows at industry on Mondays. And then I the, the ball just kind of kept rolling with it. And I found different versions of it made different numbers. And then eventually it became this huge show. And I was like, Oh, if I put all these together with videos that I've had for shows on Mondays, because every time you submit a number for, uh, for Tina Burner's uh, shows, you have to have video attached to it because there's a projector that uh, is on, is on stage. So you're basically work. you can work with your projections. So I built a number where I'm conducting myself singing uh, a pentatonics. christmas song you
0: know i remember that
1: yeah there's there's a whole bunch of different you know things i did with video in between each number so it would give me time to change basically so you in the first half of the show you see five videos that i edited and did myself and then four actual live performances nice so it was and and that was just in the first half and then the second half it was the same thing it started off with a video and it ran through the runtime of the show had a built-in intermission so like there was like a 15, 10, 15 minute intermission. Um, Also special shout out to Nick Greer and uh, Hannibal Licker because they just absolutely slayed uh, both not only doing the door, but also Hannibal ran the tech and my lighting and they were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And also uh, Frankie was backstage with me every, almost every single time. Mm -hmm. to help me change. And like without them, I don't think I could have done the show. It was, it's, it was a lot. Well, shout out. So yeah. So anyway, um, Um, I did it. So a brocade, it, it, uh, Oh God. Brocade is so hard to describe. Um, It's, it's not quite something like a twill or a cotton. It's, it's usually made out of like a a polyester fabric and it's woven together uh, with an ornate pattern. Uh, So anything that you see in Fleischmann's that is, you know, those like intricate, like paisleys that you see that are a little, they're they're, like very synthetic and not very breathable.
0: Just go to Iris's Instagram.
1: It's literally every single thing she's wearing in the last 45 photos. Well, actually, since I'm on a a computer, I can actually, (laughs) basically, I can look up like what the definition of a brocade is. I know what it is just from feeling the texture and knowing the fabric but it's really hard when you don't have like a dictionary definition dictionary definition would be a rich fabric woven with a raised pattern typically with gold or silver thread
2: so it's go. not like uh it's not like a pattern fabric it's it's got layers and dimension and feel to it
1: right it has it has a lot of texture it, it's like a raised it usually has a pattern that is woven in a raised way it, almost like embossed you know oh. what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's that
0: and you're doing a, a new one again now,
1: right? Yes, um, planning, I don't think I'm going to be doing. Second? Yeah, I, I I don't know if it's going to happen on April 18th because the state of the world right now is yeah. it's far too, it's far too risky. Yeah. I I don't want to try and have people come together in that amount of you know. Yeah. It's just. Oh yeah, I don't, my, I birthday's, don't it to be my birthday is
0: April 6th. I'm going to be doing absolutely fucking nothing for it. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Actually, Frankie's is the fifth. Look at you. Yeah. Come on, Ari. Um, doing absolutely nothing. Oh God, you Aries, you drive me crazy. Um, Yeah, that's that one's called Rooted. Uh, It's my next show. I'm probably going to be doing it, hopefully in like May or June now.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's Uh, I haven't talked. That's about being fucked without a condom, right? Being rooted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I see. see We hit the. a pair of vodka early today, in Beverly. How
0: dare you? I'm having my first glass of Pinot Grigio, but I know I guarantee you, my mother will be like, "I didn't like that part, Andrew." Andrew, I, d- Andrew, that was just not right. That was not okay. You leave Iris alone. <laughs> I spent, True story. I spent the I la- I went home this past weekend, uh, yeah. To because my mother has been asking for probably the last ten years, fifteen years of my life. Well, when you have a free weekend to come home, well go through the basement and get rid of some of that stuff i was like mom i'm too busy so of course now that there's absolutely nothing going on in my life she's like well why don't you come home this weekend i'm like well mom she's like you don't have anything going on you have to come i was like okay fine all right done (laughs) she caught me so i went home this weekend and it was a nice little trip down memory lane i kept posting uh photos on um instagram of that i found in the basement my my britney spears doll collection and my, my
1: <laughs> bring my that my back
0: life, my life-size counselor deanna troy cardboard cutout from star trek the next generation oh. <laughs> found and please uh, tell me these
1: are all things in your apartment now uh,
0: no, no i just took photos of them there a lot of it got thrown out or, or still in my basement, oh, yeah. basement okay but like we found like old journals where it was like today we went to the movies and i saw evita I loved it. Madonna is the best. And I'm like, I was such a gay child.
1: Yes. Um, Either that or you're you already drunk.
0: Exactly. It was like, today we went to the beach. I had fun. I got sand in my eyes. Mike, it was just like, what What the fuck was I doing? What was yeah, I doing? Yeah. Like,
1: but I do have a, a couple of things like that in my grandparents' place in the attic. We have a couple of bins of all the. So when I was a kid, believe it or not, I was a little bit of an oddball. <laughs> you? Um, I used to make uh, weapons because I used to play on uh, PS Two. I used to play.
2: Used to make- wait, wait, what? You? What kind of weapons did you used to make? I, I'm
1: I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, we're we're just just hold on. I'm warming this. I'm warming so, this up. I, okay. It, are you able to lower
0: the volume on your mic a little bit?
2: Uh, is this better? Yes. Okay, I will we'll just lean back.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, keep going. He, no, you're fine. I So I used to play this game called Dynasty Warriors, which was on uh, PlayStation. Uh, I believe I played, I started with Dynasty Warriors 2, and I used to recreate, it was basically all um, actual people that existed uh, in like, uh, I want to say like from like 20 to 200, ad in uh china like feudal china well this is riveting and these they were like actual it, i know i'm serious it's actually like one of the coolest games ever if anybody plays it out there like you'll know what i'm talking about this
2: basically it's like a
0: becoming a goddamn nerd podcast i swear to god don't
2: worry it's, don't, it's kind of don't, like a i know exactly what you're talking about
1: Okay, cool. It's like a hack and slash game where like you go through and you basically fight wars for like one side of the war. It's the story of the Three Kingdoms of China. If you Google it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, Basically, they always had each character had their own individual weapon that was like just so fucking cool. It was just so cool. And I found this cosplay material online because I used to love like swords and shields and uh, any type of like weapons, right? I found cosplay materials in like sixth grade uh, called poly- like polystyrene sheeting that you could hot glue together and basically make like prop weapons out of. And that's actually, I, I cite that as like the start of all of my like cosplay, like the EVA foam, like the robot stuff that I know how to do with the EVA foam and everything. Like it mm-hmm. all came from cosplay back in the day when I used to make these weapons. So I went up there, I want to say maybe six months ago, and I went through, I found some of the first stuff that i ever sewed um i found all of my old weapons they're still sitting up there in the attic it's it's crazy and then you brought me back to that i almost brought them to the house i was like nah i don't know i that's just weird i can't do it but like yeah it's fun to go through that stuff
0: well on the other end if you're out there
1: on the other end of the
0: spectrum when it comes to video games and weapons this is how old i am and how crazy my mother is when we we weren't allowed to have weapons when I was a kid. She didn't like guns. But when we got our first Nintendo, the very first Nintendo, that the, the cartridge that came with the first Nintendo was Super Mario Brothers and then Duck and Hunt. Duck Hunt. And Duck Hunt came with an orange plastic gun and she confiscated yep. it from us. And we weren't allowed to use it because it was a gun. <gasps> we didn't want to have a gun in the house. So we were only ever allowed. We never played Duck Hunt because we didn't have the gun controller for it. Judy! Yep good times that's a classic good
1: times oh my yeah. god my grandfather used to my grandfather and my aunt used to play super, Mar- super mario brothers with me and my grandfather knew like all of the tricks like he used to. It, it's crazy i i used to sit there and play with him for hours it's that that, that just brought me back too damn y'all y'all are giving what me a lot me? of nostalgia to today.
0: the power the power of the podcast so yeah. Let's talk about, so you mentioned that you're now um, involved with the newly reopened, formerly boxers, now jocks. Tell us about that journey.
1: So essentially what happened was uh, boxers ran into a couple of issues with uh, liquor licensing and somebody protesting the transfer of a liquor license from the New York owners to the new owner. And uh, recently we gained... In in the fight of all of this, basically boxers, uh, their liquor license was put into holding, basically. Uh, because we got a new owner involved with everything, we were able to somehow have that be taken care of. So like there were there are multiple owners now, uh, and the name change was always going to happen, but now it is Jocks PHL, and that is um, that's basically what we're we're starting with. We just got Turnout Tuesdays up and running uh, about one week before. <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> the I, said, I forget I was for saying. I'm like, of course, reasons. everybody
0: involved with boxers went through all that time away. You got like, what, two, two weekends before all this bullshit like,
1: happened? Yep. But hey, we'll, we'll take what we can get at this point. You know, I think that the, you know, we're just really excited as a team. I actually was uh, recently brought on as the new event coordinator for jocks phl so um i so if you're you who i need
0: use... to talk to about getting a. yes
1: <laughs> i'm just kidding absolutely for your um your uh book club right you mm-hmm. wanted to start a book club there yep it's gonna be called bev's book club um bev's book club yeah that's like that's it's gonna be called I, I, you know what Bev, Bev, approved
0: you have you have shades of brocade my i just have master of polyester and that's gonna be <laughs> um, that wasn't funny Oh God! He, 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 I don't know. So that's exciting. Um. So you're yeah, in charge ton. of booking all the shows and stuff there.
1: It's mostly yes. I'm I'm in charge of booking the shows, but not necessarily uh, booking the shows. Um, if if somebody wants a show, they come to <laughs> I'm me. I'm in and charge they... of booking the shows, but not necessarily booking. The shows. This is my my field is more so. I'm like a liaison from between the managers and whoever wants to produce shows. So I'm I'm like the middleman. Essentially somebody wants to produce a show. They come to me and then I'll say, okay, I really love this idea Let me let me talk to the managers and make sure everything is okay with them And then we come up with budgets and everything else from that point on Uh, there's actually If anybody would like to reach out you can contact me At uh, events at jocksphl.com. You can send in a little email or you can go to uh, jocksphl.com and click on events and submit uh, Whatever you'd like to have we also are you know, taking bookings eventually, you know, for, for all these things, not, not right now. Okay. But we will let you know when that's all happening. Okay. I'm happy. I'm happy to look at your, your suggestions. However, I can't give you a date right now at all.
0: Emails immediately to Iris Spector at GM. No, if she does not (laughs) respond to your first emails, please message her on, on all social media platforms.
1: Yes, and if you'd like to call uh, my professional assistant, uh, contact Beverly at, <laughs> what is her number? 443...
2: What are you talking about? <laughs> I hate
1: you. <laughs> uh, Jitimish,
2: yeah, so how like, are you doing over there? I'm good. I was sparing you guys from having my cat throw up a hairball on on, cam- or on, on record, so I'm, I'm still here. Oh. I'm just letting my cat die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were quiet for a very long time. I thought we lost you. Yeah. So, um, Iris, you're hosting the RuPaul's Drag Race viewing party at Jocks. Um, yes. What do you think of this season so far? We don't have to talk oh, about. Been... We don't
1: have to talk about the Sherry Pie of it all, but what are you thinking of this season so far? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of you kind of have to talk about it in in so many words, you know, right. in so many instances because it's kind of like you want to go into this. And you know, I know a lot of the girls on this season. Mm-hmm. I uh, ended up meeting Heidi in Closet. She came and did shows with us on Mondays. I've known Jan for years, known Britta for years. I've known Jackie for years. But, uh, Jackie and I haven't really like worked together necessarily. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of the girls and I haven't really worked together. We just know each other from being around each other in and passing and right. you know, seeing each other at each other's shows, et cetera, et cetera. I'll just you pick know, up there's... all those
0: names you dropped off the floor for you.
1: Sure. Please, can you put them in a bin? Mm-hmm. I just i need to i need to put them in the wash um (laughs) essentially (laughs) i mean there's there's just a lot of i actually i think at one point i i don't know if this is true or not but i think i met nikki doll at shows once but i don't know if i did like i didn't know her from before right but i think she was there a couple of times i don't i really don't know yeah um but there's a lot of great 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 girls on this season and i think it's a real shame that it's it's kind of getting washed out with you know the state of the world and everything else you know yeah. it's, it's just a shame that these girls who are incredibly talented uh aren't really getting to you know travel and show people their skills yeah that's what i was gonna else. say that's, they all
0: like they're yeah. they've got like what like a six to eight month window of like prime booking opportunities and this is cutting that yeah. like in half
1: but also yep, think about so it this way Think about how, when we were going into the season, it was kind of just like, you know how, when drag race just kind of like drops it, it's like, boom, we're going, you know, like (laughs) hit the ground running and like, you have to make the most out of these six months for these girls. It's actually kind of like, this can be seen as something that's a little bit of a blessing because you kind of, I mean, obviously it's not a blessing. We're in a state of crisis as we're in a fucking pandemic, you know, but I think for the girls that are in this season, it's. It's one of those things where they can kind of like sit back and say, okay, I get to now plan and and look at myself and watch and see. And once this is all, you know, taken care of or the world is in a better state, I get to go and people are really going to want to see them and meet them at that point. Like the excitement is going to be there for these performers. So it's kind of like they get... It's a nice kind of a change of pace, you know, like where I'm excited to see some of these girls perform and like see them at the club and have that, you know what I mean? Like, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I like, I can't wait. First of all, can we just talk about like, if we go down the cast, like who I absolutely adore.
0: I mean, we've got, we've gone through the whole cast in a previous podcast, but you can tell us who you adore.
1: Um, I am in love with Jada Essence Hall. I'm in love with Little I do. I'm in love with. And I'm in love with um, obviously all of my New York girls. I love them. You know that. Yeah. I loved Rockam Sakura. Yeah,
0: she kind of got the shit under the stick. That
1: was that was kinda, that yeah. was that was bullshit. Aiden Aiden should have been gone. Yeah, I, I mean honestly, there aren't there aren't many girls that I dislike on this season. Honestly, I think they were very I smart. They're... I forget who I was saying it to. I was I think
0: they were very smart in that they didn't try to cast. I think they might have learned their mistakes from the whole silky ganache of it all where it's like, we don't yeah. need, we don't need like Miss Vanjie was a presence that kind of happened organically. We don't need to like force another big personality down the audience's throats to try to like, yeah, you
1: don't need to
2: force the character get,
0: to get more t-shirts and, and yeah, it's just like, I'm glad there's not like somebody that you just immediately go into it, hating their personality.
2: Well, I think right. I think it's a little different though. Like, you have people like Britta and who are big personalities, but in comparison to like Silky, it's like, okay, that, that is just unnecessary. Right. Yeah. Very um, much so.
1: I think, I think Britta is naturally also Jan, Brita and Jan are, I, I, I love them. I, I didn't I mean,
0: have a great opinion of Jan when, when the season first started, just from a very brief social interaction that she and I had, but yeah. I'm liking her a lot on the show Um, Just because she seems, like, genuinely, like, happy and grateful to be there and being, like, friendly and wanting to make the most most of the opportunity as opposed to being, like, cutthroat. and Like, I'm "I'm here to win. win. So,
1: yeah. Jan has always been that kind of a person for me, at least. She's always very – always says hi to everybody in the room. Very – very just happy to be doing drag and, and, sharing her art with the world, which is like, how do you not like that? You know, like that's the kind of person that you, you just, you can't help, but love. Right. All right. Yeah. So
0: let's take some of our listener questions. I had, I posted on Instagram to have a couple, I, to uh, ask us your questions. And we've got a few responses. Itai, I'm not going to read yours because you're an asshole. Shout out to you, Russian rocket. <laughs> um, oh, I want to hear it now. Uh, it was a question about a, just the name of a previous producer whom I don't work with, so I won't be acknowledging that uh, question. Um, uh, I am the real Cesario. I have, I have a couple of them. Asked which, and all three of us, because we're all three drag performers, can answer this question. Which routine mm-hmm. of yours are you the most tired of performing?
1: Oh God,
0: the robot. Really, you're tired of that. I, th- I figured that's what you would say,
1: yeah, um, I'm tired of doing uh the robot only because i it was such a part of my identity for such a long time, yeah, uh, and you know when people want me to do it, I'll do it. It's just that the costumes I always make they're so hot and uncomfortable, and whenever I do mm-hmm. them, I can't do any numbers after them. Like I have to plan it to be like the last thing that I do. Because it takes you know. part of my makeup off. Like it's it's one of those. Also Catwoman. Right. I'm getting tired of you know, Catwoman is another one of those. I've yeah. just I've done them both a lot in the past couple of years. I've made new versions of them, but you know, it's just right. you get you get tired of doing the same old thing, you know? Right. How about you, Veronica?
2: Um, honestly, I think I'm still too new to like, be bored of, of or, or tired of some of the stuff that I'm doing because um, I'm constantly changing it to make it better, right? So I start out with this mix and then edit and fix. So I, I haven't reached that point yet. I think if any of them, it's probably my makeup tutorial, but that one I still get a lot of joy out of. So um, I'm yeah. I'm not tired of them yet, but I I will circle back when I have them and be like, this fucking sucks.
1: Yeah, I have one for Bev. <laughs> okay, which is it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, uh,
1: because we have done uh, Diva Royale so many times together over uh-huh. the past couple of years, I would say it's I, it's a tie between either the tipping number or <laughs> Celine Dion. I mean, I'm not tired of doing
0: those because they're always like received so um, well, especially in that type of an environment where it's like a predominantly like Bachelorette kind of crowd and they'd, they've never right. seen heard it before. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, I would say probably the one that I, I, lo- I like doing, but I, in terms of like you with the robot, I get the yeah. most like stress out of is my sound of music number just because that requires like four costumes so on much. top of one another. And it's just right. like, it's a lot more stress. I'm not a big like reveals, dancey, dancy person. A lot of my, co- a lot of my mixes are either specific to one character or they're, just a generic mix that I can do while I'm hosting a show. So I don't require okay. a huge like costume transformation, but that one, mm-hmm. I like doing it, but it's just like, I'll only do it if I know it's going to be a big crowd and there's going to be like, it's going to be worth the fucking effort put into it. The payoff yeah, of doing so yeah, it. I yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> H Hickmott responded to your question. What are some funny drag horror stories? And then, in parentheses, he wrote Tuck's gone wrong," horrible audience members, etc. Oh God, I will, I will re- always remember the. Speaking of diva royale, all of these horror stories, by the way, tend to fucking circle around bachelorette parties. But um, I was hosting <laughs> diva royale at Woody's one week, and like in like a quiet moment where I was either talking to someone in the audience, I just heard the sound of someone throwing up, and I was like, oh. it sounded like. I thought at first like maybe I was hearing it because I was it was on the other side of the room, but I was like, oh, they're in the bathroom. No, wait, no, that was way too close. Literally, they had put like some girl they had just put like a trash can in front of her on the dance floor. At Woody's and just kept her there so that she could watch the show and then just throw up in front of her like she, like it was the <laughs> flu or something. I'm like, where is fucking security? We're literally just allowing this bitch to just sit there and throw up on the floor in the middle of the show, and that's perfectly
1: fine. I've got to tell my family to stay home and not come to the shows anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it, was. I knew they looked familiar. Yeah, it's they, it's because they all had big chins. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell family resemblance. <laughs> um
0: The only other one I can think of more recently is and I know I've told both of you this story, but I'll tell it for the podcast. We do uh brunches at Punchline. And again it gets mm-hmm. a it gets a very large bachelorette birthday party, uh cis women crowd. And um the weekend before Valentine's Day, we did Sex in the City themed which always, oh yeah. always sells well especially given the time of year and there was like one whole section of the room was like maybe a, i think it was a party of like 40 or 50 people and they first they like they were loud they like were trying they were trying to like talk back they i was in this one with you no this was the one the most recently morgan was in this one
1: uh right 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 i did the one before that yeah
0: This one, they were like tipping us in condoms and we were like, girl, like, and I tried to be like, I tried to make a joke out of it first and be like, huh? Oh, honey, who uses a condom? But then I, then I was like, okay, if you don't want to tip us, that's fine, but we're not going to waste time coming over to get your condoms because guess what? Condoms don't pay the bills, honey. Like I get that this is barnyard fun for you to go and like, look at the gays, but they, they kept getting up and they kept dancing with us during the numbers. And like during my final number yeah. and I'll, I'll back up from the microphone, but like I stopped lip syncing and I just went, sit down. What the <laughs> t- Top of right. my lungs to like a group of like 20 women. And they just looked at me with like, their eyes got real big. I was like, sit the fuck down. This is not a like fucking soul train dance-a-thon sit down, watch the show. Like, I just hate when it's like, okay, you're at a show just sit and watch the show. If you don't want to tip right. dollars, it's not required. Just sit and enjoy the show.
2: Yeah.
1: I think that there's something to be said for just knowing, I just having etiquette, having a little bit of control. I don't necessarily think I, I'm all for people having a good time. And like, you know, you want to, you want to have a good time. There's a way to have a good time and also be respectful of those right. that are around you. And just because, you know, you're out and having a good time for the first time in a long time for a lot of these women, because there, oftentimes after these shows, they say, "I haven't been able to get out of the house in such a long time." Like there, there have been women who've walked up to me and said, "It's been such a long time since I've." Oh yeah, absolutely. Been to a drag show, everything else, but there is a difference between. And normally, those people those are sober enough to be
0: able to tell us that after the show. It's the assholes that are too wasted and have to be like carried out are the ones that are the problems
1: right i think that's that's kind of what, I, what i'm trying to say is it. there's a way to be very respectful about it and you know you can go and have a good time with all of your friends do all that and also be respectful of the performers you don't do that just because it's in a bar doesn't mean that you have like you're required to get wickedly wasted right. drunk and yeah. and messy and you know embarrass yourself and disrespect people because of that you know i, I just think right. it's a very there's a very fine line and it's hard sometimes for people to get that. I also think think that we're also kind of very understanding to a certain extent. And then we become, we become, we become human at one point and we go, look, I've had enough this, like I've told you, I've, I've endured this for a long time and I have to tell you like now it's time to sit the fuck down and stop being fucking crazy. And be right. respectful of not only me, but also you know, out of safety for all the other performers in the show, you have you have to sit down and be respectful. Like s- stop, you know, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay to do. Yeah, I,
0: I really think it's like also from, like, my mom has said to me, she's like, it took her a little while to get used to. Uh, if you're not used to a gay bar pour, that can also be very dangerous as well, because especially oh, yeah. <laughs> like at taboo or stuff. If depending on who's the bartender, if you're used to a um, Applebee's pour. And then you get a good old neighborhood bar pour. Uh, that's quite a bit different.
1: I actually recently had a friend come to the city, and they did not realize that uh, the neighborhood bars ha- have a have a tendency to pour a little heavy. And after <laughs> about two drinks, they looked at me. And, yeah, yeah, but you know what's great about it is that this is somebody who is also you know a performer uh, in a past life and was, you know. A, just somebody that I thought would be like out for a while, you know, be able to kind of handle the the rhythm of the of the neighborhood. And after about two drinks, they looked at me and they went, I fucked up. <laughs> I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. I got to go home. And I was like, all right, babe, you do your thing. Like that was it, you know, but, but you know what? There's the difference, right? They right. said, oh shit, I got fucked up. I'm not going to try and be out anymore. They were respectful enough and knew their body and understood what to do and said, it's time to go. Right. And there are times where I've been able to do that and there's also times where I personally have not been able to do that and gone, Well, fuck it, I'm already out and I'd make a a mess of myself. So, you know, I'm I'm not I've exactly never been in that uh, myself. I
2: have no what idea. Guilt free. What,
1: what Jeremiah?
2: I said I've never been in a situation where I've just been like, Fuck it, I'm already drunk and I'm already out. I've never done that as I sip my wine.
0: Right. Right. You right. no, all people never. who are who are recognized by the U Bar staff as the quote unquote closing shift. Oh wow. Shots <laughs> 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 fired. <Yeah, sighs> <sighs> <speaking,
2: Speaking of embarrassing brunch stories, I had a lady lick my boob once. That was fun.
0: Oh wow. I uh yeah, I, I don't really, know, you know if I've had that happen. Sanitize yeah. it afterwards.
2: Uh I threw the dress away and then Burned my tit.
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> so are we, are we still talking horror stories? Yeah, drag? go right ahead. Oh, okay, so there's, I, I think I've told this story before, probably to both of you. But um, there was a time. <laughs> there, there was a time, time where, where with, I was. When
0: love was blind.
1: When love was blind.
0: When men were, whatever, I was going to sing, uh, I Dreamed a Dream. And men
1: were to... hung.
0: <laughs> Anyways, what we you <laughs>
1: yeah i was in the poconos working for uh screaming queens and i did this um drag queens in space kind of a show it was i'm gonna be, be ready to pick up these names i'm about to drop on the floor oh perfect
0: i'll be ready to catch yeah. them
1: so it was with uh sherry vine uh it was with peppermint i think that was the first time i ever met peppermint actually and this is before she was on the show it was actually the the winter right before she went on drag race um, it was with Fifi O'Hara and I think it was Brianna Edwards and Pataya Hart were all there. So we were all just kind of getting to know each other and it was right before I was going on, I, I did my robot number and I did this, I have this like red warrior outfit that I made out of EVA foam. Uh, and it's like red and black. I did it at, I, I've done it in the neighborhood before, but it's yeah. been a long yeah. time. It's, it's currently sitting in a bag in the basement. I was about to go out for this warrior number and it was kind of like it was like a big um if you've ever been to cove haven up in the poconos you know that they have these great performance venues and these great performance spaces and this is like one of those like love resorts that you go to and they have like the heart-shaped tubs and things i've done a couple of them now and we always have a great time i was about to go on for my second performance and fifi looks at me and goes like we were you know bantering back and forth and she goes don't fall and uh, or something like like I hope you trip or like <laughs> something like that. I was like, ha ha, very funny. Sounds like, like her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, and like we, you know, she was obviously being playful. She's she's actually a sweetheart. Right. No. I'm um, not. Right. You know that. Uh, I go out for my number and I lean backwards over this like almost like this balcony. So you kind of like walk up. It's like it's like an auditorium setting where like it the it, it's concert seating with all these tables and they have like rows and they're these big walls that separate each of the rows. And during my number in this big suit of armor, I decided to <laughs> dip backwards over one of the arms of like the, the separators of the rows. Right. Mm-hmm. And I looked at, looked at this, um, this like middle-aged guy who was sitting there and he like made eye contact with me. And I realized as I started to lift my legs that, I couldn't come back down the way that I wanted to. So I ended up just kind of like falling to the side. So imagine me like leaning backwards over about like this balcony and falling all the way down to the right in front of this guy. And I like kind of caught myself and like landed like almost up. Right. Mm -hmm. Not quite like I definitely like ate shit and I was trying to make it (laughs) look like I did. I did not and this guy, after I get up, he looks at me, he hands me a tip and he goes, nice catch. <laughs> <laughs> and so I finished, I finished the number and I walked backstage and I walked up to Fifi and I went, yeah, thanks. I totally ate shit out there. Mm-hmm. And she went, well, <laughs> that was it. And it's just, she I always it. think about that.
0: She had her voodoo doll backstage.
1: Yep, she had her voodoo dog backstage and she she made me eat some uh, eat some carpet that day
0: yeah well we've it's all tough. fall if you haven't fallen in drag you you're not you're not a true drag queen yet like i've fallen i've fallen down the new taboo stairs i fell down the old taboo stairs um yep. i fell down the stairs at Voyeur one time that was fun
1: i don't think and knock on wood i don't think i've actually like fallen fallen like that uh-huh that was, that was probably the first time and I got back up and I was, and I like, it's one of those moments where you want to cry and laugh at the same time, yeah. <laughs> but like you're in the middle of a number. So you kind of have to like preserve yourself. <laughs> it's so weird.
0: The first time I fell down the stairs at the old taboo, I was wearing, I used to have this pair of like silver glitter shoes with an ankle strap. And I it was either during Bare or it was during something where like at the old taboo people would like kind of hang on the stairs to watch the performances and then the people that were having to go to the stage would have to like kind of like scurry past them and Mm -hmm. i stepped on somebody's costume or something and i went down and my foot came out of both of my shoes but i didn't the the ankle strap didn't break so i literally like it's not like your your shoes just come off. You can just put them back on. It's like, no, you're like dragging. You have to like
1: redo. You're yeah.
0: dragging this shoe behind you that's attached by like a rubber band now around your uh, ankle. So, yeah, there's really not any graceful way to recover from that.
2: No. So I've never fallen I mean, I'm on sure stage, they're... but I have fallen backstage.
0: Well, that was an excellent story, Jeremiah. Thank you for that.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I can tell you about the entire time I the entire stairs at Voyeur, and no one saw it. I um, think
1: Voyeur Voyeur is an exception, especially because of the plexiglass stage that oh we're, we were forced mm-hmm. to perform on a couple of times during Drag Wars All Stars Two. I just completely shuddered after I said that. By the way, um, PTSD. Just just a little bit of PTSD. It's fine. Um, yes. Anyway, uh, let's. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Basically, oh god, that was so much fun though. Uh, her, her, and I actually had a good time because uh, we worked together the first week. We were like forced together, and then we had to work together the second week, I think, as well. Anyway, we we had a good time at the beginning. It just got messy at the end when we were like at each other's throats. Yeah. But um, I digress. Uh, that I remember doing every every single number for. Uh, All Stars 2 was a nightmare because it was, like, the first time that we were really dealing with being in heels on that plexiglass stage and having, no, like, no idea yeah. what to do, like, how to make it happen. And we had to do, like, these huge production numbers with dancers and shit. And it's, like, we were, like, what do we do? Like, how do we do it? Like, there's nowhere to, you know what I mean?
0: For those it's who don't slippery. know what we're talking about, we're talking about the – um runway that used to be the voyeur stage that is now yes r.i.p um but yeah it came i think for now it came as needlessly i mean it went as needlessly as it came why the fuck was it there why the fuck was it gone the world will never know
1: we will never know the answers
0: (laughs) r.i.p oh um the only other thing i can think of he wrote here um uh tux gone wrong you might remember this iris do you remember, and I'm not going to say her name, I don't even know if I would pronounce it correctly, but do you remember the our first cycle of Drag Wars together, cycle three? Yes. There was yes. a girl that did Madonna. Um, what's the one that you always do that samples oh my ABBA? God. Um, uh, hung up. That's what it is. I'm hung up. I'm hung up on yes. you. Yes. And she came out with like, the costume was right. The or She had like the orange hair. She had on a uh, like a, a magenta leotard with like a little belt. It looked very much like the video, <laughs> and I didn't catch it at first because I was upstairs. Um, but wait, we're was wa- this the
1: Madonna impersonator?
0: Yes, the one who built herself Shannon, as a Madonna.
1: I'm not saying Shannon her name. Saccone. I don't want to say
0: her name. To- okay. Oh. It's oh okay. Sorry. It's <laughs> But you watch you watch a whole room full of people just slowly start to cock their heads to the side because we all realize that like this poor girl's like left testicle had just come completely free from whatever was holding it back and is now prominently literally she's only wearing a pair of tights and a pink leotard and now this ball is just popped right on out the side of the uh leotard (laughs) oh my god it's literally facing out forward and she's like doing all these like thrust dance moves not knowing what the fuck um is going on and uh yeah it was just funny that's the only thing i can think of that i've ever witnessed a a tuck gone wrong and no we're not gonna bleep that i don't think we got the full name out so who cares and i don't even know if there's okay so who cares
1: well who cares so what so what who cares Okay. Um, I've definitely okay, had a tuck slip before. What? And it's worse when, like, I've definitely had a tuck uh, slip before, uh, but mostly it, it was just like, you know, ball related. It, you know, when you're on stage and you, you think your tuck's really great, and you're like, yeah, work. But like after a while, and this might be a little graphic for people, but oh well, um, it, you get you get sweaty when you're dancing a lot. You know, you get sweaty, and you. I mean, if I body. had a
0: dime for every time. I've gotten sweaty from dancing.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, you're just, you're having like, all of the,
0: I'd have 33 cents.
1: All the Sinead turns for you. Um,
0: coming to the stage, Sinead turns,
1: Sinead turns. That's, that'd be really fun. I also wanted uh, to make there, a joke
0: when you were talking about your story in the book. And you're like, I lean back. I'm like, coming to the stage, I lean backward. I lean
1: back. <laughs> uh, I came up with one the other day. I can't remember. Uh, never mind. Anyway. Um, yeah, I've definitely had like balls slip in and out of place, and like when you're in the middle of a dance, you get that like that like feeling in your stomach, like you just got punched, yeah. you know? Because it like cause it it fucking hurts. Yeah. It's, it's awful.
0: All right, so we're coming up on 50 minutes, so we'll start to wrap up. Um, okay. H Hickmott also just asked me personally. He's like, I love that Judy comes to your shows. Can you talk about how that came to be? Um, Judy, I'm very fortunate that my mom has always been very uh, supportive of all of my creative endeavors since I was a kid. I've made her sit through many a horrible play, many a horrible um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, college presentation bullshit. That drag is, is, was uh, just the next step in the progression. Um, she comes to... She tries to come to as much as she can. She does live about two hours, two and a half hours away, but she comes up from all of my bitch fest. I don't think she's ever missed one. Um, she was, I was going to be putting her in drag for the May bitch fest. I don't even know if that's still happening. So we'll have to see if that actually occurs. And If it does,
1: we will be there. And if not, yeah. we are going to be socially responsible and make sure that the world is in a good state, right? Exactly. Right.
0: So as we're wrapping up, um, anything anybody wants to plug? Jeremiah, I know you have a new project coming out.
2: Yeah, I I don't know when this is going to air, but... uh, Probably on... I'm
0: probably going to have this out on Friday or Saturday.
2: Okay, so uh, as long as we're in quarantine every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, it's called Grapes of Sass. It's me complaining about everything while I just get progressively more drunk. Um, And it also supports local performers. It's not for me to make any money. It's just to put out content, have a good time, uh, be a little bitchy with the key portion of everything, but also support community members who don't have uh, regular income. So I'll be featuring a, a different performer each, uh, episode. So, uh, folks can help contribute to, to help keeping them afloat.
0: Oh, uh, fun. Uh, and that's going to be on your Facebook.
2: Yeah, it'll be on Facebook for now. It may switch over to Insta depending on, um, how well um, it's received, but for now it'll be my Facebook
0: cute iris what do you have to promote
1: uh so uh jeremiah i have i have a a, a a name change suggestion for you if you want i think um you said it's it's you drinking wine and and uh bitching and complaining about or talking about things uh that yep. are either like on yep. your mind correct i say i say we do it together and we call it a uh, day of the week that ends in y <laughs> Typically, that's what, that's what we do. So it's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, during during the quarantines, I will be doing every Monday and Thursday, I'm doing this little project. It's a live sewing tutorial called Sew Good, S-E-W, good. Uh, not with an E. Love you, GG. good. Um <laughs> It's at 8 PM and basically what I'm going to be doing, um, well, t- tonight hopefully I'll be doing a tutorial on how to sew surgical masks, uh, courtesy of a lot of people who've helped me with that pattern. And on Thursday I'll be doing, uh, basically just step-by-step tutorials about how to make patterns and make different elements for outfits while you're sitting at home. If you have a sewing machine, you can sew along with me. If not, you can save them and watch them for after the quarantine times are over. Perfect. Uh, other than that, when it comes to things, if, if things brighten uh, sooner than later, I have turnout Tuesdays at Jock's BHL every single Tuesday. And Friday, I have my viewing parties at Jock's for RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Wednesdays, I have karaoke at Knock, And if you're in New York City, I am at shows at Industry every Monday. Um, other than that, I, yeah, come to if, if I'm still able to have it, uh, come to Rooted, my second one-woman show. Um, it's about uh, plant life and just kind of like growth and and battling some inner demons, stuff like that. But it's basically the the same premise of Shades of Brocade with a different subject matter. Cute. So I will I will let you guys know what's going to be happening with that as soon as I know. Sweet. All right. Sweet.
0: Awesome. And me, awesome. um, you, I will be getting. Uh, episodes of these podcasts out as quickly as i can now that we're able to record without having to be around each other physically it should be even easier uh also i've started um it'll by the time this comes out i'll have already done one but last week i did a little facebook live video dressed as moira rose from Shit's creek i'm gonna do that weekly now called moments with moira where moira answers your questions um talks about current events does little shout out videos a la cameo um i'm a little chapped right now that fucking chad michaels now is getting all this goddamn attention for doing moira rose when his moira is terrible and i've been doing it before him but i'm not bitter and that's important that's that's fine Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Did you see her, Moira? It's not very good. Like, it's fine. I, I, but it's, I, I to fun. be honest, I didn't even get through the first season of Schitt's Creek. Don't hate me. Um, but I, I know the character so much because of you. So I mm-hmm. would credit you with that. Yeah. So, anyways, you can follow me on Instagram
0: at it's Bev, bitch, it'sbevbitch, I T S B E V B I T C H. Venmo is also. It's Bev, bitch. if you enjoyed the podcast today and want to send a couple dollars the way of your uh, podcasters. That's mine. Iris, what's yours?
1: Mine is at I-R-I-S-S-P-E-C-T-R-E. Iris, like the flower, Spectre, like the Bond movie with an R-E at the end. And if you'd like to tune in uh, to my Facebook, it's my government name. If you know that, otherwise you can search um, my drag name on Facebook to tune into my lives, which... Yeah, Perfect. can't wait. And Jeremiah, you are at.
2: I'm um, side eye shade on everything, and Venmo is Jeremiah Spoon. Again, that's going to go to any other performers that uh, need help with financial assistance uh, through this kind of tough time.
0: All right, I love you all. I'll talk to you soon.
2: Love you. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.